0: Hello everyone, it's time for New Game Plus, the internet's 9999th leading gaming podcast. I'm your host, Dan. And your co-host, Antonio. And this is a topic that was brought upon by our none other than Antonio himself. Yes. So this week, we're going to talk about the flavor, that the, the game genre that really kind of took over the gaming world by storm these last couple of years. Battle Royales. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, right now, we are, like, in the middle of, like, a Battle Royale... do Saturation. hmm <laughs> Almost oversaturation for some people. Mm-hmm. But where did the Battle Royale really start? So, I did my research here. And by research, I mean I opened up Wikipedia.
1: Well, I mean, you know, Google Foo is pretty much half of the research you know, aspect.
0: Mm-hmm. So the earliest example of um, a real, you know, battle royale style game was a mod for uh, Arma 2 called DayZ. Mm-hmm. So that was the idea of like, you had a persistent sandbox game full of, full, full of players. Uh, there'll be like weapons scattered around here and it was, you know, player versus player, every man for himself until one person remains. Mm-hmm. And then finally, you know, the kind of the idea of Battle Royale kind of was inspired by the Japanese film Battle Royale, mm-hmm. which is also I'm actually I'm actually
1: was. really glad that you touched upon that because I really wanted to touch upon that because up until then, like nobody like uh, up until that point, Battle Royale was never really identified like Battle Royale existed in like humanity, like in sports, like, you know, old, like really old. We're talking 1700s, like boxing and wrestling and stuff where multiple people would enter and be eliminated until there was one person standing um, mm-hmm. but the br genre as we know it was popularized by the 2000 film battle royale uh, the, the japanese film battle royale where i believe it was like a, a, a single class of students was dropped onto an island and each of them was given a particular cache of weapons and supplies that differed and the whole goal of the game was to be the last one standing and as time went on certain parts of that island became uninhabitable as in like if you were caught in that area you would be immediately killed you know oh, like yeah. an out of like an out of bounds sort of thing
0: and that captured the imaginations of so many programmers so they wanted to kind of bring that experience to video games mm-hmm. and i think um 2017 we saw the release of like the first real big game in this genre called player unknown's battlegrounds mm-hmm. which was uh, made up of, from people who uh, worked on arma 2 or dayz um, so the, okay, so basicness of the game, so like kind of you, how you explain the battle royale, uh, pub and just about every battle royale game that followed is you have typically a hundred players will drop in on the island, literally drop in, um, where you land is up to you and you scavenge around for weapons, armor, healing, items, whatever, depending on the game and you kill each other until. One person remains, and there's been variations. You have your, your squad base your duos, but the core concept of the game remained the same.
1: Yeah, it is. It is still a last person or squad standing, um, and it's it, it's not quite like the original battle royale in where like your starting loadout is randomized, where some people will get like you know the worst weapon and some people will get an amazing weapon. You can Find those weapons still randomly. It's, it's all procure on site, essentially, uh, which you know, to, to lending itself to making sure the games in the video games are balanced. I can see why they decided to do that. Uh, but as you said, the the formula it has been pretty much standardized by this point of of your standard. Uh, put X amount of people in this situation and let them fight it out until there's only one person remaining.
0: And for a uh, PUBG, when it was first released, it was a huge hit. It became like the number one game on Twitch. People were constantly talking about this game. I myself, you know, I, I heard about it and I didn't really understand. I, I At first, I kept on thinking it was just a mod of uh, Arma 2. I didn't know it was a separate release. Mm-hmm. And, and then I've been told, like, Hey, Daniel, you gotta check the game out. This can't check game. Like, yeah, like, you know, I'm not that good at shooters. Uh, I don't think I'll have that much fun with it. I did. I eventually did try it. And, yeah, I, I immediately saw the appeal. But um, I didn't really try it until a certain other game that was literally released that very same year, at 2017, where a little company called Epic. You might have heard of these guys. Just just a little. They decided to take one of their IPs, which was called Fortnite, which originally planned was going to be a survival game where it was you and your friends versus the environment. It was a PvE game. Mm-hmm. And the core concept of the game revolved around building structures to Basically, survive the night from zombies. Mm. It was so a very,
1: this... it was a very left for dead kind of vibe, but with the whole structure building.
0: Mm-hmm. And you know, it, it was a modest hit, and people were buying the um, the, op- the kind of like the uh, what was it? What would you call that? The uh, early access version of it. Yeah. And you know, people were buying it until a couple of like months later, where they decided. PUBG hmm, PUBG's doing well. Why don't we do that? And so with like out of nowhere Epic releases Fortnite Battle Royale, a free-to-play version. I want you, I want you to take another that uh, version of their Battle Royale which is but the same gameplay but now everyone is playing a Battle Royale mode. Mhm. and
1: mechanics and everything similar you know the whole building structure and and whatnot the whole the whole weapon system and everything was pretty much the
0: same and combining that with a little bit more simplified mechanics like you didn't really have to worry that much about attachments uh, guns it was also keep in mind it had a very cartoony i don't want to say friendly but a Poppy, Poppy, thank you. It it was very very vibrant, compared to very colorful,
1: the the gritty, more realistic settings of of PUBG, where it was very, you know, your your washed out browns and your your Mm. greys because you're, you know, in a military installation and stuff like that.
0: And combine that with cross-platform support Mm -hmm. and free-to-play business model, it meant that no more did. now gamers did not have to pay 30 bucks for PUBG when you can play a game for free that's almost essentially the same thing and this game absolutely blew up and i think it's safe to say it is for lack of a better term the king of the hill
1: yeah it is it is absolutely the it, it's one of those PUBG started the battle royale craze fortnite personified it it's it's solidified it as and- like after after Fortnite blew up, that is when we got when everything did its damnedest to get some sort of battle mo- royale mode out there.
0: Exactly, and you know it didn't. Ha- it really helped that you know we in the era of Twitch, we had a big name streamer of uh, Ninja. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, he's playing games with Drake, Juju Smith-Schuster, a um, a player on the Pittsburgh Steelers, and Travis Scott. These are some big crossover names and different kind of like different aspects of pop culture. You have your sports athletes and your big name rappers. Mm -hmm. And here's Ninja playing Fortnite with these guys and like having a blast. And it's being streamed to millions of viewers. Mm -hmm. And that, I think that single handedly like, like skyrocketed Fortnite into the public um, zeitgeist.
1: Mm -hmm. And and honestly, not, not even just that, just... Um, in terms of cultural impact, like like you and I being of, of the of the older age, right? You know, yeah, 30s nine, thirties. We've um, we've had those moments back in our childhood when we've been like, oh, such and such celebrity actually likes video games and likes playing, you know, X. They've said they like playing this, like you know, Robin Williams being a huge Legend of Zelda fan. Exactly. Uh, stuff like that. We're getting another for for this upcoming up and coming generation they're getting a similar moment with like oh you know i like listening to drake or i like the pittsburgh steelers i like this person wait they're they also play this game that i've been interested in if i play fortnite i might play with them and not even know but like like it's a way to get potentially closer you know it Mm kind of it it was this wonderful outlet to kind of show that celebrities, while still having this very prodigal status, are just as human as the rest of us and do have hobbies that a lot of us can relate to. And it, yeah. I think it, using it, it's kind of like how some celebrity it, it's it's like how like when the Matrix came out, right? Trench coats became all the rage because that was just that was the in thing that was just what fashion dictated was the in thing for a little bit that's kind of what happened here with the video game aspect of now that celebrities know what fortnite is and are having a fun time with it that's the that's it that's that's the in thing now
0: Mm -hmm. and just like that like you mentioned earlier fortnite is a cultural phenomenon Everywhere you go, you had people doing the dances, and trust mm-hmm. me, there's no shortage of kids doing Fortnite dances anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, Suddenly, every mall had a Fortnite kiosk where you sell, they were selling bootleg merchandise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, in Hot Topics everywhere, and in GameStops everywhere, there was Fortnite merchandise. And God and you know, guess who wasn't happy about that. Epic, uh, no PUBG wasn't because they tried to sue Epic for um <laughs> stealing their idea.
1: Oh, see, I, I, thought, I thought they were going to say Epic because it was all like unlicensed stuff, and there was like no, no, no. no. There is that
0: issue. Do you, you want to go into that part? We we can do that after the whole PUBG
1: getting their their britches in a in a tizzy.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, they they tried to retaliate, but unfortunately. Fortnite weighed way too much money. Epic was on top of the world and that ripple effect basically caused the you know the establishment of the Epic store, the idea of um uh PC exclusives on the Epic store. It the effect of Fortnite kind of went beyond just a simple video game. It kind of changed changed the industry itself. Mhm. I mean, look at the uh, Fortnite World Cup. The World Cup solo champion walked away with three million dollars, and that kid was like still in high school, I think.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, I like, you like, I, I, there, there might be some people out there that are like, oh, like, like oh, uh, you know, Daniel's using the term kid. He's just got to be jealous. Like, no, 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 no. Hmm. I believe they were like sixteen.
0: Like they were, they were really young. Yeah, and now that guy and that kid is set for life, and his parents couldn't be happier. Mm-hmm. They're probably thinking like, "Oh, I'm so glad we let our kid play video games." And now every, <laughs> and now every parent's like, "Hmm, all right, now now put down the books, little Jimmy. You're not going to college. Pick up the controller. You're gonna learn Fortnite right now and make us our retirement money. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you gotta learn to you gotta learn to build. Get building, son." <laughs>
0: Uh, let's let's talk about let's, let's talk about our kind of our own experience with the game i have picked up the game once or twice um i get the appeal don't get me wrong i see why people love the game i just mechanics wise i just never really had fun with the game because i just don't like building i i want to more focus on like just making sure i kill the other person and be the last one to survive i i don't want to f- worry about building a tower of uh, floors all the way up to the sky Mm -hmm.
1: i i feel like that's my same gripe with it as well i haven't played it nearly as much as even you have because shooters generally aren't my thing and i've said this time and again um on the podcast brs just aren't my thing to play um funnily enough though fortnite is still really fun to watch it Um, it
0: is it is i
1: i like i like watching it because man I love trick shots or just really like if you can get if you can watch a really, really good play or like a good trade, it's just it, it gets really exciting, um, especially when like you're if, especially if you're watching a streamer, you just natively you want them to do good. You want them to win. And so it's like like depending on how they're doing, if they're getting close to getting, you know, that number one, it's like you start you're like, are they going to do it? Are they going to like where, where where's the other guy? You know, can I can I help call out maybe even though there's a stream delay? Mm-hmm. You you get you get invested. So you do. You I, I can I can yeah. definitely understand why that is a um just a, a big. It still is a a streaming phenomenon specifically it is. For Fortnite.
0: And you know I I I can be cynical and be like oh you know Fortnite is not real video games all your kids are just gonna get grow out of it like you know I at least I can admit it's not for me but yeah. I will never be the, the that guy who says. Y'all shouldn't have fun with this. It's not a real video game. It's just, this stuff is stupid. Like, no, no dude, dude let, let, let these guys have their fun. Yeah. They're, no. not,
1: they're not hurting anybody. They're not like, like anybody who's like toxic on it. Like, yeah, then that, that's a problem. But if, if, like, if you're bashing like a 12-year-old kid for liking what they like because, I don't know, like they, they like watching Ninja or they just want to have fun with their friends, like, come on. Like we've, and this is just like it, it's one of those. I feel like this is just another flavor of the month sort of like argument where I, I feel like we've kind of done this song and dance before when we were doing like, like you you guys with your Dungeons and Dragons and your Final Fantasies. It's like you guys you should play like a real game like like NBA to, like NBA or you know Madden you know or or like Doom play play a real game. None of this fancy fancy whatever. It's like no, no no it's it's literally just just it's just a different game it's it's it it's with popularity become uh comes like you know the detractors where yeah because it's yeah. popular because it's mainstream everyone like it becomes cool to hate and it's like
0: after a while you just get kind of tired of that yeah so yeah
1: know. exactly you know it's again it's like this cycle it, something gets popular after a while, the popularity starts to get annoying, and then people think it's cool to hate. But then, after a while, the hate also starts to get annoying. So at that point, you're just like, "Look, man, I just wanna, I just want Rudy Toody point and shooty, okay? Just let me just let me enjoy things. Let people enjoy things, hmm? especially especially nowadays because like because of the whole Fortnite explosion. It's not just that we have. A bunch of battle royales out there willy-nilly we actually have a variety of different battle royales
0: which we will get to but i, I feel like we need to also like address like you know fortnite got popular so now everyone wanted to copy it so mm-hmm. i'm gonna get an example over here um of a failed a clone of uh battle royale uh fortnite and that is radical heights do you remember that game
1: I remember. Oh yeah, that is that is a name. So it, radical. Like, it's one of those like I I had to think about it for just a minute, and then I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> that was the name that I saw for like two
0: months. So uh, Radical Heights is a battle royale game uh, developed by Boss Key Productions, headed by one Cliff Blazinski. Buzins- now, if you're well aware of video game history, you would understand that Cliff Blazinski was well, how can I put this? He was a director for epic games mm-hmm. <laughs> you know he's the guy behind the gears of war, but you know he's a big name when it came when it was when he was associated with epic mm-hmm. and that game came out in oh let's see um twenty eighteen and was Subsequently, it died in 2018. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? It, it no one was playing it. It, it felt it was super rushed. People were only playing it just to get footage of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, Cliff kind of went on a round on Twitter saying, you know, it kind of sucks that most of my team was poached by Epic. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. no people one can... Wanna,
1: people want to work on a project that they think has promise. and but well, Florida call a spade a spade. spade.
0: And call a spade a spade. It's a, it's a cash-in. You, mm-hmm. you, you try to make a cash-in, guys. That's the risk. Yeah. But, you know, other games, other big-name franchises, IPs, did follow in the Battle Royale trend. And the one I kind of want to highlight here is, well, the, one of the big names when it comes to first-person shooters call of duty Mm -hmm. so with call of duty black ops 4 they released a mode called blackout and what was cool about that is not only the battle royale and you know there's no building involved so immediately i was hooked Mm -hmm. the the map was huge and each like section of the map was basically a classic call of duty map and for a lot of people that was so cool
1: it gives so you that sense of like nostalgia for stuff that you're already familiar with, but they're able to make it work so that it's pretty much seamless.
0: So combine that with you know the stellar gunplay you expect from a Call of Duty game. It is a smooth-playing game. That's why I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It was a hit. Um, it still is played to this day. It still has a solid like, uh, player fan base. Including and, you, I believe, right? Yeah, I, I still play it regularly. Yeah, I still play it regularly. I've played it on stream a few times. Um Battlefield Five also wanted to have their own battle royale mode. Um didn't really wasn't as well received as say a Call of Duty, unfortunately. And one more Oh boy, where do we start with this one? One more big IP that wanted to cash in on the Battle Royale franchise was our friends at Bethesda. <laughs>
1: Uh <sighs> unfortunately they tied it behind a uh they tied it behind 76.
0: Yeah, so self fall,
1: Which is actually kind of funny because from what from what I've heard, nuclear winter is actually tangentially more enjoyable than the majority of 76. Depending on what you are getting 76 for. Like you can you can kinda just play a nuclear winter and and have yourself a grand old time without worrying about seventy like the main game of seventy six too much.
0: But it was funny, during that E three press conference, uh what was everyone waiting for? Oh we want you guys to fix seventy six. We want just just make it better. We know you guys can do it. Meanwhile, Todd, Todd Howard comes out and it's like, what was that? You guys want a battle royale mode? Like, n- no, that's not at all what we want. Here's a battle royale mode. You guys like that, right? Like uh, mm-hmm. Okay fine. So, I think it's safe to say that when it comes to shooters, battle royales are here to stay. Mm. I think it's going to be a constant from now on. And um Call of Duty Modern Warfare will be dropping a battle royale battle royale mode in the future. I'm really excited for that. Um can I uh I want to share like what they have, you know, some some leaks they have. Uh mm-hmm. the kind of like a twist on it is um you can revive your teammates, but before they revive, they have to fight other revived teammates in a, one, two, like a gunfight setting, or like a 2v2 two two or a one-on-one setting. Ooh. And we would also like to thank one of our major supporters, Gamer vs. Taylor. Gamer vs. Taylor is Las Vegas' first ever school of cosplay and costume craft. Offering one-on-one sessions, project parties, and specialty workshops, the team over at Gamer vs. Taylor take pride in helping fellow cosplayers of all skill levels whether it's fabric accessories wigs or makeup gamer vs. taylor has your back
1: not only that but they also run stream races on their twitch channel where one member of the team works to finish a game before another member can complete a cosplay related to that game you can find them at twitch.tv slash gamer vs. taylor that's gamer vs taylor as well as on facebook twitter Instagram, and YouTube, also Gamer vs. Taylor.
0: And And if you're interested in the cosplay aspect, aspect, log on to Gamer vs. Taylor for their address, as well as to book a session of your own, Gamer vs. Taylor. What will you create today? But uh, let me rewind a bit, because I just mentioned a term there called revival. Um, And just this last year, 2019, we saw the release of the new player in the game, if you will. The new game in the Battle Royale. Battle Royale. I, I am Library. <laughs> um, and, and that is... My personal is, favorite. Yeah. Uh, EA Shocker tax Respawn to bring us Apex Legends. Yes. A Battle Royale set in a Titanfall universe. And God, is it good. So... Here's some. Here's how they put their twist in the game, and I think that's a big like emphasis. there. So you kind of find your own niche, your own twist in the battle royale uh, genre to really stand out. And for them, it was three v three combat at only at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, set champions were with each each of them with different like uh, playstyles and abilities. Mm-hmm. And probably the biggest like twist is the ability to revive your teammates mm-hmm.
1: where if one that, of your teammates went down you were able to collect their flag and if you could make it to a revival station you would be able to bring back your teammates provided they didn't disconnect or just leave
0: which happens then, way too often <laughs> um, and that was a big deal and for like a week or two it overtook fortnite as the biggest game on twitch
1: absolutely but you have to give it to Fortnite, it, for the people at Epic, they know how to adapt. They definitely have their eyes on the battle royale, like battlefield.
0: They definitely and got their finger on the pulse.
1: Absolutely. And as soon as they saw that people, cause people were praising the revival system left, right, and center of like, wow, this adds a whole new fresh perspective to the game. Just the media, they're like, Hey, that's a nice Maybe idea there.
0: Glad we thought of it. You made this. I made I this. was like, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and that's
1: not a that's not a like a, a he said she said of like oh you know epic's spoiler right. No, no, it's again. I I more I more so honestly attribute it to somebody at epic was just keeping an eye out on the competitors, saw this, and was like, people are liking this. Can we put this in our game too? And tapped to the developers and told them hey can you focus on adding this feature to the game and that's what they did
0: and uh following season 2 of Apex Legends where they dropped um drop emotes where you know you have a little emote while you're falling guess what Fortnite does after that mm-hmm. they, they added the exact same thing all's fair in love and war guys especially yeah. in the video game industry
1: all fairs in battle all, all's fair in the battle royale games except for well hacking and cheating but you know if everything's fair in the battle royale games, same thing has to go with their development, right?
0: So Apex Legends drops, and it you know peop- it was very well received. People love this game. Uh, I really enjoyed my time with it. I will occasionally pick it up a kit just to you know see what's new for the season. I still get the new characters, and even you yourself, like you enjoy probably watching this game more than any other battle royale, and this is probably the closest game you're willing to try.
1: Ab- absolutely, without a doubt. Like I feel like it's an Overwatch meat kind of thing because of the unique characters and also like like they gave each of these characters personality. Like yes. like it's not just like, oh I'm the healer. I'm this. I I'm I'm this guy. It's like no I'm I'm Mirage, you know. <laughs> Mirage is still my favorite. I fucking love Mirage. You and probably everyone else Come yeah, on, like, like, uh, I feel like Mirage is the face of Apex. It but is. Uh, there's a reason uh, why
0: he was like the face of the game awards.
1: Yeah. Oh true. You're right. Yeah. Um but it's like like all the all those characters are good. I as a titanfall fan i love love the movement system without a doubt with no other br can come close to titan maybe call of duties it was very Um, fluid that's for sure it is it is extremely fluid it is pretty much exactly like titanfall it just it feels so satisfying and i love it um gun plays good and they've done some good jobs in in you know, keeping their weapons and whatnot relatively balanced. There's still yeah. a ways to go, but they're
0: doing their work. And they're always, you know they they are always dropping content. You have it, you have it, they, you know. I we didn't really get into it, but the idea of the season pass kind of really came in the forefront with Fortnite and Apex Legends and such. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and Battle Royale is like so ingrained in our gaming li- mindset. And what's great about it is, it's not just with shooters anymore. So, you want, you want to take this one?
1: Oh, absolutely. But, uh, but before we do, just one thing I wanted to mention, because you mentioned before that Battle Royales are pretty much here to stay.
0: Yes. They might
1: dwindle down as the fad goes down, but I, I want to say that part of the reason why Battle Royales are going to be here to stay is strictly because of how our technology is now. Because mm-hmm. our technology is so interconnected and it's just so easy to play with other people or connect with other people, being able to put together a quick 100-person lobby, 50-person lobby, or what, ha- what have you, it, it's it's almost not quite child's play, but it's, it's so much easier now than it was even like 10 years ago that, mm-hmm. that getting some sort of massive multiplayer lobby or connectivity just if if you have the ability to i don't see why not if you can make it work
0: and another thing with that is battle royales are so easy to pick up but so hard to master mhm it, it, like the, the what's the word i'm looking for the the entry what's the ent- sk- skill level the skill the,
1: was it the skill floor is relatively low but the yeah. skill ceiling is really high
0: mhm and I can translate to so many different genres now because, you know, you've mentioned this game multiple times in the past, but let's let's look at Tetris 99. Oh, man. Tetris! I still think Tetris 99 is,
1: like, one of the big breakout hits for the whole Battle Royale genre just because I don't think anybody really expected much when this title was dropped, when people were like, Tetris 99, what's that? Like, it, it comes free with Nintendo Online, so, I mean, I'll give it a shot, but, like, they're like... Battle Royale Tetris? What do you mean? And it's like okay, well, what's I mean? What's the difference? It's Tetris, except you're in a lobby with ninety nine other humans, and as you stack garbage, you're attacking other people, or while you're, well, you're making Tetris and stuff, you're, you're gathering garbage to shoot at other people and send their blocks up and up until they, you know, top out and and die. So,
0: so, yeah, while the idea, like, you're not collecting, obviously not moving around the map, you're not collecting weapons, there is no shrinking uh, circle, you gotta stay inside. But the core concept, one versus many until one remains, that's the core of the Battle Royale, and that's there with Hedrus 99, and it was so much fun when it dropped.
1: Mm -hmm. Now, here's the fun part there may not be a shrinking circle but there is a restriction of sorts and it's it's a feature that it like you don't really pay attention to when you're first playing but as you get into the, like as you get familiar with it you realize that wow like this is this adds its own further dimension into gameplay um but as you're racking up KOs if you knock somebody out you get a badge after you get a certain amount of badges the number the amount of garbage that you send per like line increases and it gets to a point where i think it's like either double or like three times the normal rate so as people start to dwindle everyone's sending a huge amount of garbage at once at each other and it becomes just this frantic race of just being consistent with making lines
0: so it, forces, it kind of forces you to be more aggressive. You gotta, mm. you know, you could play it safe and just focus on your own thing. Don't focus on attacking. Just make sure your lines are still as clean. But that's gonna hurt you in the end, at the end game. Because especially
1: everyone has- when, especially because as again you get closer to the end game, not only does the garbage increase, but the speed increases. Mm. And uh, you know, you you know from experience that second place win that you pulled off during the one stream that I saw that those blocks were flying
0: fast yeah and um uh, and that's uh, not just you no know, nintendo with tetris 99 you have other games you never really thought of having brought it out um, forza horizon 4 has a mode called the eliminator where all players mm-hmm. start in the same car and run races against each other to win better cars and upgrades while eliminating other players that's mm-hmm. a battle royale mode hearthstone has a battle royale mode what what is next? And that's the amazing thing we, we don't know. Street Fighter.
1: I'm not kidding. Look that up.
0: Oh yeah, I did see that. I did see then something. Similar somebody that made deal. a mod
1: for like one of the old school Street Fighters and dropped like like fifty people, and it was single match. It's absolute chaos. It was. But man, that just goes that just goes to show how many like that just goes to show how far people are like willing. To try and take the battle royale genre, so like I've, I've seen uh, what is it? I've also seen Super Mario. I think does yes,
0: yes, uh, which Nintendo quickly pulled down, and they had to legally find a way to make it different. <laughs> yeah, and they did.
1: But you know, every so, great idea.
0: So let's talk about this for like as we kind of wrap this up. Where do you want to see the battle royale genre go? Where do you want to see next? I
1: you know what hasn't what I feel hasn't been explored that I kind of want to see somebody take a crack at rhythm games.
0: Interesting.
1: A battle Royale rhythm game where it's like you and a bunch of others, you all play the same track. And if you're doing really well, you're set, you'll send like modifiers or something to some opponents kind of like a la Tetris 99 style. And Mm -hmm. if you run out of life, you lose. If you clear the song, then maybe like you move you, on to the next round. Yeah, you move on to the next round and another song plays. And if you lose, then you fail out and just just requeue. There you
0: go. Yeah. Hmm. Now, how, how do you see the like the fret going? Would it be like a top down kind of thing or, or like a vertical horizon kind of thing? Mm, that
1: that really depends. I could see something like maybe like I don't know. The first thing that comes to mind is honestly like Guitar Hero. Uh, uh, Guitar Hero Battle Royale would be pretty cool because I know there's that that game called Clone Hero, which is for the PC. Yes. Um, or maybe something more like like again, just because this is a game that I like, uh, like something like Project Eva could work. Um, you could have. Uh, honestly, like, those are the main two, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I could see this working with pretty much any rhythm game, assuming that. You don't need to watch the other people. You just need to know when the modifiers are coming. If you can just yeah. focus on yourself and like maybe have there be a number of like x amount of people who are still playing. Like again, it's it's just a random idea, but I think it could work. What about you?
0: I think for me, um, I would love to see a third person, non-shooting like melee combat, Metal Royale. Um, I, I'm immediately drawn to the idea of For Honor, uh, Ubisoft's I was- For Honor.
1: I was hoping that was going to be your analogy.
0: Four honor plays so much fun uh, when it's one-on-one, when it's three-on-three, whatever. Uh, I, I just want to imagine that in a battle royale setting.
1: Like like literally have a huge battlefield of like 50 on 50. Like just, just two troops just going at it.
0: Not to, no, no, no. This is the, We got to stay mm. true to the battle royale core. It's going to be one versus the rest. hmm I Uh-oh. think that's something that could be tapped. I I I think it's a market that's worth exploring. Like imagine like you have you know if we want to stick to 4 on here just to, for ease, you have your samurai classes, your uh knight classes, your viking classes, you know, that you can get like that specialty class system all out Apex in there. Mm-hmm. And then this you have a you have a shrinking map. I I think it's it could work. Mhm. I would love to see something like that.
1: I think that'd be really fun.
0: But we want to, e- oh, go ahead. even
1: even if not like even if not like a full on like melee, like a more medieval style where like you have stuff like crossbows give you the ability for range, but like they're super slow to reload
0: or a flintlock pix- pistol. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, something like that.
0: Mm-hmm. But guys, uh, we want to hear from you. What what the, are you guys sick of the battery? Yeah. Are you guys sick of the battle royale genre? Do you want more of it? Do you want to see more choice on it? What are your favorite battle royale games? What do you think was underrated? We want to hear from you guys. So send us an email at ngpluspodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on our socials.
1: You can find me on uh, Twitch at twitch.tv slash AKL Trifecta as well as Facebook and Twitter, uh, also AKL Trifecta.
0: And you can find myself at Twitch.tv/thePerpetualPlayer1 on Facebook and Instagram as thePerpetualPlayer1 and on Twitter as perpetualplayer.
1: And Guys, don't forget, yeah. Um, yep. And speaking of emails and sending us emails, don't forget that we are still taking questions for AskNG Plus uh, for a future episode. So feel free to mention mention us on Twitter with the hashtag uh, hashtag AskNG Plus. Or, again, send us an email to the email that was provided to you. Um, or if you have our Twitch our, our Twi- Twitch, Twitter handles, feel free to message us directly.
0: Yeah, we're always taking DMs. You can go slide into there. hmm Thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast. If you like what we do, please leave us a like, a comment, subscribe. It will really help us grow. And, hey, guys, um, until the next episode, go out there, go do amazing things, and we'll see you guys on the newest episode of New Game Plus. Bye everybody.
1: See you later.